This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by every single person who listened or supported us in 2018 and every single person who is going to listen to us and support us in 2019. Uh, we think 2019 is going to be a big, good year for the show um, and for the network. And uh, I think that because uh, we have really, really phenomenal uh, fans and listeners. So thank you uh, for listening to us. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you to you all. Thank you to our co-hosts. Um, thank you to, uh, people on the Slack. Thanks everybody. Really do appreciate it. And, uh, let's say, I hope everybody has a really, really good 2019. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about River City Ransom, which is a beat-em-up game developed and published by Technos for the NES in 1989. Yeah. A long-requested Watch Out for Fireballs game. Yeah. Off times by me. Off times by you. Off times by your brother. <laughs> um, sometimes by me. Yeah. Sometimes at night. Sometimes <laughs> in March. Sometimes uh, on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know? in a boat, sometimes with a stoat. Yeah. yeah. Off times can mean a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the lesson we learned today. Yeah. Uh, we swear we're not. 2019, off times. <laughs> I'm not stoned. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, I assure you, we're not trying to fill, fill time, although this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode because, you know, NES games tend to have a little bit less meat on their bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's okay because this is a worthy game, even if it is not going to be a long narrative exploration right. of like simon origins yeah um, <laughs> simon origins yeah. i mean that's just that's <laughs> just a, that, that's just a, that's just a double dragon game and uh yeah yeah. Okay. yeah um so this is i mean it's interesting you bring up double dragon we'll talk about that in a moment because mm-hmm. that is kind of the closest comparison to this which is also something people are brought up for the show and yeah. replaying this i'm like Oh, this is ten times better than Double Dragon. Oh, absolutely! This is so much better than Double Dragon. What, what, why? Like, why is this so much better than Double Dragon? Worse music, but uh, like it is a much better game. Um, and it's just a well, we'll get into it. But mm-hmm. it is a really, really um, slight, like slight, almost to a fault game mm-hmm. uh, because you end up spending. It takes doesn't take long to beat this game, but you spend a lot of it. Um, kind of repeating yourself right um but it just kind of it's fun to do like the actual basic actions are so fun to do and feel so good in the hands especially for the time that like it just goes by really breezy yes whereas you know double dragon has a little bit better like or you know kind of more um intentional progression and uh more of like a challenge curve to it but is just not nearly as charming or good yeah you don't spend as much time in coffee shops in uh, uh double dragon no very very little yes those guys never take a break um <laughs> So this is, if you're uh, a European listener, you might know this game more as Street Gangs. Which is pretty literal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does feature that. 
Um, you know, they are like student street gangs. Yes. Yeah, you know, they they are kids. Yeah, it's 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 uh, like uh, it's like warriors babies. It is like warriors babies. For yeah. The PSP. Yeah. The PSP or junior. like if, if if there was if there was a game called Yakuza Zero, this would be it. Yeah. Yeah, like imagine like young yakuza's. Yes, imagine <laughs> yakuza <know>? babies. Yakuza. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and this is also this is part of a series, and it's kind of interesting because in America we didn't get all of these. It was it was a much bigger thing in Japan, um, right. and it's kind of a loose series, uh, the Kunio Kun series. Yeah. Uh, so this is our first Technos game, and this is uh, probably the only Kunio Kun game we're going to cover on the show. Um, uh, you know, I don't think there's enough meat on the Super Dodgeball bones. That might be more of an AS yeah. where we just cover a good game intentionally. Yeah, Super Dodgeball is good. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Or a live show. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, you know, that might be cool. But yeah, this is this is the most as far as games that came to America. Mm-hmm. Um, there are tons of there are a few sequels for this that are just more of the same, which I, you know, learned about like kind of recently. Mm hmm uh in in kind of you know when we played this and those look cool to me like just playing a more elaborate um version of river city ransom yeah the uh, one that hits on the that they hit on 3ds a couple of years ago i just about bought it last night like i went to the 3ds store and i was like if this is 20 bucks i'm gonna buy it and then it was 30 mm-hmm. bucks and i was like well i will <laughs> read about it <laughs> yeah which is the cheap buy yeah yeah, it's the gentleman's purchase. <laughs> um, yeah, you made the gentleman's purchase with it. Yes, aka the sophisticated eye, the thing where you bring in those sweet, sweet words into your eye holes. Mm, yes. Um. Uh, so, so what why is, are these called, Kunio Kun? Well, uh, so this is a series that is kind of built around a couple of different things, mainly a main character uh, named Kunio. Uh, here in America, it's Alex. He is a dude. Uh, he seems to be noble. He's good at punch and kicks. Um, and he's kind of a, a a fixture in this series that has a broad base of recurring characters who uh, whose names bounce off of me because I do not speak Japanese. Uh, ad- yeah. Additionally, they're kind of joined around by the subject matter, you know, Japanese street teens and, you know, just kind of gang culture kind of stuff, um, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. a like like a pulp 80s idea of what that means. Um, and then most importantly, uh, this aesthetic, you will recognize a Kunio Kun character if you see it, this, uh, kind of blocky design that even is carried forward into the more graphically rich and enhanced versions of this, uh, of this series. Mm-hmm. And all individual elements, all of those individual elements are extremely important Yes, to how this, this works. Um, we will, we'll kind of talk about all those things, yeah. um, you know, kind of in turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we mentioned, um, so in this specific game, in River City Ransom, you play as either Alex or Ryan, and you're trying to rescue Alex's girlfriend, Cindy, from the clutches of the master gang lord, Slick. Yeah. Um, the Ransom that comes <laughs> up, he says, like, hey, you got to do what I say, um, unless you meet my demands. The, but he doesn't make any demands. demands. <laughs> like, I've, no I've, demands. I've got your girlfriend, or there's nothing you can do. Not a Ransom. No, he, ex- explicitly... He says, um, there is something you can do. He oh. says, uh, if you, if you try to interfere, you're in for a fight. Okay. Um, which like this dude's like, fuck yes. <laughs> I am like, going to punch people. Cause that's me. Yes. And I, I love doing it. I was designed for punch and kicks. <laughs> yeah. I was, <laughs> I was born for punching you, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, there's no, there's no ransom. I mean, there is, but there's not. Right, it just sounds right. cool. Yes. And out of the three different names this has, I think this is by far, far the coolest sounding name. Like, oh. doesn't River City Ransom just sound cool? Yeah, it's got a kind of cellar door, cellar door kind of thing going to it. 
Yeah. Or yeah. like it's going to be a movie directed by uh, Ben Affleck's shitty brother. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's going to take place in Boston. Oh, of course. You know, the original River City. <laughs> Obligatorially. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is a very strange game because it combines this very slight, simple fighting with RPG stats and upgrades. And weirdly, and I didn't think of this until I, you know, just went and researched this, like Wikipedia calls this an open world game, which is kind of true. It is. There's one, like, I like this game a lot. Spoiler. Yes. Um, there is a design decision in this that makes me want to destroy it. Yes. Uh, there, there's like a, <laughs> there is a one-way tunnel that yeah. happens in this, essentially, <laughs> that is very annoying. You can uh, technically get past, but I think is very obnoxious. Yes. Um, but it is open world for the most part. Right. Um, what you do in that is limited because it's an NES game. But again, you know, it being uh, very ambitious, like, Way back in the uh, Shadowrun Genesis game, mm -hmm. I cited that as a very early example of an open world game. And this is earlier. Yep. You know, like this, this is an earlier version of it. Like, I don't think you can do quite as much stuff. It doesn't, it's not as, as successful as a uh, articulation of that specific aspect. Right. Of, uh, of game design, but it is, it is undeniably that. Yeah. It's, um, it's got a really, cool. it's got a really cool kind of sense of place. Each area has a name. It is, you know, each area is visually distinct. You know, as mm -hmm. part as part of this town, um, and these non-combat zones, kind of like in a uh, Bionic Commando <laughs> kind of fashion, it's super cool just to like walk through a mall. Uh, you know, you can't attack or anything, but you see just these you know civilians, pedestrians walking by. You know, like and that that yep. was really cool to me when I was young. I loved this game when I was little, uh, and it is still cool to me now that they kind of build that and build that and adhere to it. It's it's cool until you think about them cowering in fear. Yes. And not being able to leave the mall <laughs> for, for fear of getting a trash can broken over their brain. Right. You know? Um it's a it's pretty but yeah, it, it it's really neat. Yes. Um and sense of place is a good way to put it. And also you just don't journey it feels like a, a little town. Right. Like you don't journey over very much space. Mm -hmm. In this, I feel like um there'd be a way to do this where it's like you're literally going town to town that would be a little bit less charming. Like right. here it just feels like this is like <laughs> It's shitty weather in River City, like yeah. you know, like the, the gang. It's gangy outside. Yes, um, and uh, and but you feel like you spend the entire the entire town. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you know, like you, you span you span the distance from one high school to another. So picture your yeah. picture your town, and then the distance between two schools. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um. So you know, people who don't know this game at all are just like, oh, uh, an RPG beat 'em up on the NES. How complicated can that be? And the answer is not very, but uh, they make full use of this you know two button controller this, this these limited options right um you have punches and kicks uh, and that is basically a trade-off for range versus power is my understanding right um mostly range though in terms of kicks yeah um but you can specialize in one so if you choose uh and we'll talk about how stats move up in this game because it's very kind of cool and mysterious mm -hmm. um you can choose to specialize in one and be like i am the kick master yes um another another nes game i am shatterhand um you can choose which other <laughs> nes game you want to uh to rpgs yep and, <laughs> and the full code is included it is a very big and expensive cartridge um mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know you eat one kind of sandwich you get better at punches you, you eat another kind of sandwich you get better at kicks well, i I definitely want to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. interesting. No, so, no, but just like um, that, I, that should get its own bullet point. Ab absolutely, yeah, there are separate stats. Yes, um, you can press both kick and punch buttons to jump. Um, pressing up just kind of moves you. Like, there's a little bit of depth to the stage, which is important, especially when there are pits and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you press both those buttons to jump. You can do like jumping kicks or dash kicks and things like that. And there's some limited platforming. However, that that platforming is just a way to bypass combat because in the NES version, enemies do not jump up uh, to meet you. Yeah. 
And and so just in case that doesn't um, to to clarify that the two things I want to say about is one that is a big advantage of this over Double Dragon. Yes, because Double Dragon actually has life or death platforming in it, uh, <laughs> which never should be in a game where you have to press both buttons to jump. Nope. But two, um, like what that looks like is there'll be a fence or a container or something in the background you can jump up onto, um, and it's a way to get a breather. It's a way to um, you know press pause and recover your health, like eat the the chicken dinner that you have in your back pocket, mm-hmm. um, and a way to bypass combat. Combat, as you mentioned, like right. it's not just it's not just further up on the screen because they do have a depth to them in general. It's like Final mm-hmm. Fight where they are three quarters, but they also have like a second level to them. Yeah, um, it's like jumping up to a a higher floor in like Turtles in Time or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and of course, you can jump kick, as we mentioned, and there are ways to uh, to modify all these attacks as well, which we'll talk about when we get to the shopping kind of economy. Yeah. Um, the most primary way is carrying weapons. Yes. Uh, or just garbage. Like just <laughs> items. Yep. Sometimes literally garbage or just dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can yeah, totally the, uh, do a fastball special. Is, is very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's called it's like the man missile. Like what? It's called, oh, uh, it's j- called, uh, javelin man. <laughs> javelin man. Javelin man. <laughs> Uh, when you when you perform the javelin man yeah uh, so when you, you create the man missile yeah well i, I um, love i love these weapons because that is a primary way that the uh, enemy gangs that you fight are differentiated like whether or not mm-hmm. they use weapons it's a way that screens are different differentiated just like what is spawned into the area um and it gives you a mm-hmm. certain amount of expression right because different weapons have different ranges and also they are better certain weapons are better for uh, throwing than for the than yep. for just regular attacks and it brings in more stats like you have a stat for hitting you know just like hitting somebody with a weapon or a stat for throwing as well yeah so you can kind of it's a, a real limited kind of build system like you yeah. can almost build for weapon use yes um not quite right like it's not that but can contrast that with how beat-em-ups tend to use weapons which is essentially like a limited time power-up yes if you pick up a sword in final fight um, you can use that sword four times before it falls on the ground, flashes and disappears. Yeah. Here, that's not really the case. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have it for much longer than that. They're much more frequent. They're everywhere. Um, it is more integrated into the actual combat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun, um, especially yep. uh, just because it does make combat a little bit more dynamic than just punch and punch and kick. There's yeah. a there's a which it needs flow. like well yeah we'll talk about the the kind of the repetitive aspect of this which is one of the kind of dark sides like it still works just fine mm-hmm. but yeah you spend a lot of time grinding in this game yeah yeah um we mentioned you can do the uh, the the man javelin javelin man um you can also if you're playing co-op you can pick up your friends mm-hmm. and it doesn't damage them to throw them but they can do attacks in the air yes so you can kind of set up little <laughs> combos with them yep or you can walk around as kind of like a like a totem pole of your buddy and some weapons and some dudes. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a whole thing. I love the manual for this game because they really go out of their way to highlight the stuff that's possible. And like on the last mm-hmm. page, it just says, we've given you, we've given you a lot of stuff to do. You know, why don't you just make up your own game and play it in here with this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it does have a little bit of that emergent yes. deal to it, which is really great. Yeah. Um, um, after you hit an enemy enough times, they get stunned. Yeah. They kind of, they, uh, they, 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 they kind of take a knee a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, take, they take a moment and you can do an uppercut or a high kick to kind of finish them off. Usually, or just do a good amount of damage. Yes. Yeah. Um, so as you fight these enemies, you uh, get money. They drop their lunch money and stuff like that. And you can accumulate that to buy a bunch of things. But primarily here, we want to talk about technique books. There are like mm-hmm. six of these in the game or something like that. 
mm-hmm. the main ones augment your primary attacks, giving you uh, three punches at once or three kicks at once. Mm-hmm. So as you fight enemies and kill them, they drop coins, like you pick up their lunch money, uh, and you can use that to buy a bunch of stuff. But one of the things that makes a big difference is buying these technique books, which kind of augment your existing attacks. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of the different gang. The gangs are worth different amounts of money, and I love the idea of the gang boss issuing an allowance. Yep. Like e- each of my frat boys gets sixty cents. Yeah. Line up. You know, like it's doling out coins like a bad Halloween. <laughs> like, um, so the, these uh, technique books they vary wildly in uh, in usefulness. There are six of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the two the, for me, I got a lot of use out of three of them. Um, yeah. the first two of them, uh, allow you to punch or kick in rapid succession. You kind of do like a three hand slap, you know, um, it's yeah. very satisfying. It makes a great sound. Um, it will one shot a lot of enemies. Yeah. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, the other one I got a lot of use out of is the one that turns your running jump into like kind of a Samus, uh, spin attack. Yeah. That's fun. I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. And it also, um, ends up being a way to enter crowds. Um, which we'll talk about this when we talk about actually getting into the game, like the kind of way that this game does edge spawning and kind of ambushes, yes. which uh, to my mind is what kind of necessitates the the grinding. Like, you know, I can, I couldn't, you can get through this without being hurt. It's not an unfair beat em up, but there are a lot of people who just run from offside of the screen and hit you with a garbage can, garbage <laughs> right. can, like sucker garbage can you. <laughs> yeah. um, so doing a running jump into that, like helped with that. Yes, like Frank the Trash Man against Jiminy Cricket or well, whatever, Rickety yeah. Cricket. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, that's a Kingdom Hearts. That's Kingdom Hearts when, uh, when it's always, it's always sunny, sunny in Disney. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. 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 The, uh, like, I'm still not going to be into it. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mackie Mouse is in it. No. <laughs> Mackie Mouse. Um, yeah. So uh, you also have a bunch of other stats that you can modify, right? So it's not just your attacks, but you have like attributes like strength and defense, uh, your health uh slash stamina yeah yeah agility all of this is kind of governed um and you improve these stats by going to stores uh and buying food uh eating coffee mugs for their essential iron and nutrients Mm -hmm. um and also like you buy other items like boots will make your kicks better and things Mm -hmm. like that yeah like like magazines and stuff will make you kind of learn about this stuff and the the things that are noteworthy about this to me um other than that like it just adds adds an immense amount of like flavor and charm and kind of an rpg element to it uh in terms of a true role playing, like mm-hmm. having the rhythm of like, I'm going to go eat a sandwich. I just had a rough fight, you know? <laughs> yep. um, so there's that. I love the mystery of them. Yes. Like there are, uh, it feels like hundreds and hundreds. There's probably <laughs> like 80 or something like actual items in the game. Right. It feels like hundreds and hundreds and you don't know what they do until you eat them. Mm-hmm. So like uh, as an adult who is more conscious of my grinding time, I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, just, I want to know what the most efficient food is. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, give me the Soylent. <laughs> you know I'm, i want to find the most efficient food but as a kid like this was so mysterious because it felt like eating food could do anything yes you know like oh i gotta oh like i'm gonna save up money because i have to try all the items at jimmy's chicken shack because mm-hmm. one of them might actually be like some kind of magic thing i haven't heard of but like like super good like uh, who who knows what coleslaw will do yeah like <laughs> nobody knows and who knows what cuneo coleslaw does <laughs> i've been i've been sitting on cuneo cole since the, the first, uh, first <laughs> think of what a cuneo coal could be like yeah it's like coal the boy coal. uh coal and greta street challenge like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but it, just, it was really as a kid i remember like having a notebook um and me and my uh like you know and playing this and me and my friend like i played this uh, back in my early nintendo days so like my trailer mm-hmm. park days um and like writing down the foods 
Yeah. You know, so like having these dutiful notes, that's like Merv burger or whatever it's called, you know, <laughs> plus three punch and trying to find the ones that increased our attack, you know, mm-hmm. rather thing, trying to figure out what the most heal, like efficient healing thing is. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. And, and it really benefited from a pre Google, uh, thing because I didn't personally have this experience, but I imagine this kind of lighting the, the, uh, playgrounds up. Mm-hmm. You know, like just being like, hey, man, just so you know, chocolate milk or, you know, hot yeah. chocolate, hot, cho- hot yeah. chocolate, Ed, shit. like egg rolls. Oh, man. Egg yeah. rolls. Yeah. You know, so some nerd, whoever the nerd is in your class who somehow understands pivot tables uh, <laughs> can like figure out which which food or drink is the most efficient one, you know, yeah. and, and let everyone else know. And that's like, it's cool. It's their time to shine, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and guess who's holding all the cards now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I played this when I was like super young. Um, and for me, it was more about just like, I want to eat my favorite foods, mm-hmm. you know, what's sushi blah before I really understood the stat aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even that was more like a, like a role playing, like actual, like capital RP role playing mm-hmm. kind of thing for me. Like again, but building in that sense of place and you are, you know, just a, the, it's a little bit of a life simulator. Yeah, to to to, a, to an extremely slight extent, uh, it's a bummer for pacing. Like I, I can't imagine play like playing this co op and doing the grind. It's like mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna go back and I'm going to watch you go through this menu. Not as an adult, because uh, nope. you have to do it way more than I remembered. <laughs> yes. like as a kid, I was like, oh yeah, you visit stores as you go. Like right, and every you make a pit stop and you go to the store while you're there, and then you continue to the next town. Yeah. Nope, like you you go to uh, that first area and you grind up some dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you log on to Grinder. Dudes. <laughs> and you you grind up some money and then you uh you go and you uh get the book that lets you do this triple punch or whatever and then you grind up to get some more stat ups and then you get to the next area and you grind up etc etc until you get to a right. boss you fight the boss over and over because they drop seven dollars between them and you mm-hmm. want to save it to buy good boots yeah um you know it's it's a very uh kind of a weird uh thing that's happening here like yes you're you're not just fighting through Mm-hmm. these guys to get to your girlfriend like you're also just trying to extort and steal and kill until you can afford good shoes it's a I little guess like one for the pumped up kicks you know <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah, like, do, yeah do you know what do you know what that song's about gary yeah, it's about killing people for their shoes which is what you do in this game <laughs> like, yeah i mean you don't use a gun <laughs> you know, you're still killing people to buy shoes like better run 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 from my trash can yeah <laughs> 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 so, uh, so <laughs> wow it's it's weird to laugh about that um so anyway um so i mean i mean like this sounds like a bummer on 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 paper and a little bit going back to play it um however with a spreadsheet or with a fact and with some quick saves and stuff this is mitigated and what you're left with is even the core loop of just going and beating the shit out of some people is fast and fun enough that mm-hmm. it's not as big of a bummer as grinding usually is at least it, it wasn't for me it's part of it because it's a bite-sized serving of grinding yeah like even with grinding this is a few hours long right, you know like right. it's an afternoon of play with grinding yeah. <laughs> The way that it would work better with a friend, like, yes, you'd be watching the new menus, but you'd be talking about your days and stuff mm-hmm. like that would that would mitigate. There are other you know, further ways to mitigate if you play co-op. Um, it's just kind of the like the limits of, of how fun grinding can be. And like what you're actually doing is not tapa, 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 you know, mm-hmm. like you actually always have to be engaged when you're fighting and the fighting yeah. just feels good. Like that's a really big difference between this and Double Dragon is there's like not this weird stiff intentionality to the the animations. Mm-hmm. Um, to it like you feel very like fast and kind of fluid yeah. in this like you still feel heavy 
like part mm-hmm. of that's the just the character designs being you know doughboys, but also like you still feel you don't move particularly quick, but you're responsive. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can like you can dodge like you work you do that thing that is beat 'em ups time memorial where you move on vertical planes different from the enemy. So mm-hmm. if you're overlapping them just a little bit, they can't hit you. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you have to be quick on that, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to be aware when you enter a new screen because dudes are going to ambush you and stuff like the act of grinding keeps you keyed up right. and aware. And the actual act is very fun. Mm-hmm. So if this game were 10 hours long, go fuck itself. Like <laughs> there's literally no it would be like one of the worst games on the NES. <laughs> like, I mean, I just, maybe not that, but like it would be impossible to enjoy for me. Right. But at two to three hours. Like, sign me up. Like, it is yeah. it is a fun little bite size, you know, nugget of grinding that is actually fun and also a lot of charm, which we'll we'll, we'll talk about. Yes. Um, and you want to power up, right? Because as you go along, you find tougher gangs, and the final dungeon of this has you going against a bunch of pretty difficult bosses. Yeah. Like, there's a definite curve to what you need to rise to. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, the bosses, and what's I like one of the things is the bosses don't really have um, gimmicks. Like the right. bosses are more capable at your same verb set, mm-hmm. you know, like gangs in the, in this town all can, they got their, their hands, their fists, their trash cans, and that's what they got. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you fight bosses and the way they differentiate themselves is really interesting. It's like, well, this one does more jump moves. Mm-hmm. This one is really favors weapons and will like search them out. Right. You know, it reminds me, um, of, uh, like, I think we we're both playing smash ultimate, mm-hmm. um, and how they'll have those fights where it'll give the enemy little modifiers and it'd be like mm-hmm. easily distracted by items. Yeah. Or something like that. And that's like one of the bosses in this. It's the same kind of deal. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a, it, it works out like they, they, they accomplish a lot with a little, like even down to the different gangs. And I love the way that each area can pull a different, a different gang randomly mm-hmm. out of a kind of a set table. Right. Yep. So you can, if you don't like the gang that you get, you can reroll. Yeah. Essentially. Um, yeah. And they, they are worth it. It's significant because they have different kind of levels of aggression, different amounts of damage they do. And they can uh, drop different amounts of money. They have different allowances. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, so this game, as simple as it is, was remade and made a little bit more complex um, in the early 2000s. Atlas put out River City Ransom EX, which mm-hmm. updates the graphics, uh, complicates the moves a bit. Like there's kind of more special spin moves and things like that. It's kind of kind of neat. Uh, and also adds the ability to recruit bosses and play alongside AI partners. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not play this. I watched it yep. online. I've never actually played this before, and I don't know why. I think it just came out in a golf of my game buying because I probably would have eaten this up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have not played this. Yeah, I was super excited for this when it came out. And going back to it, it's pretty good. Like, you know, it's River City Ransom portably. Uh, neat. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, they, they they changed the graphics like in the American version of River City Ransom. Everybody kind of looks just like a like a standard dude, T-shirts and jeans and stuff in the Japanese versions like they're wearing school uniforms like it is very much, you know, Japanese as opposed to being localized. That's another difference. The thing that makes it a bummer for me a little bit is the fact that the economy is really weird. It makes the grinding worse by uh, making it so enemies drop cents and everything costs tens or hundreds of dollars. So it's it's grindier. Yes, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah that, that that doesn't that's not what this game needs. No, you know, um, it could, it needs less of that. Like every mm-hmm. enemy, even in the base game of this, should drop twenty more cents than it does. Twenty or thirty yes. more cents than it does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's also uh, some modern kind of spiritual successor kind of modern takes on it. Um, that you can get here in America. Um, there is River City Ransom Tokyo Rumble, which is a 3DS game. 
and it uh the kind of movement it does is it's closer to an rpg style like kind of play and customization mm-hmm. gives you a lot more of, of those options um yeah. i've also only watched this i haven't played it uh mm-hmm. myself but i've checked it out it looks neat yeah um i'm really interested in river city ransom underground yeah, I'm curious about that. And since the scene, the Steam sale, uh, Steam sale started today, uh, mm-hmm. Gary, it's it's five bucks instead of twenty. So go go grab now. Yeah, yeah, because I am I'm, too. I'm definitely gonna because like I watched yeah. um some footage of this last night, and like mm-hmm. it looks like the Scott Pilgrim game, yep. which is a clear spiritual successor of that. We can we get to the end of this episode, and it's short, which it will be. Um, <laughs> we can kind of talk a little bit about like what this does and how this brought you know what things borrowed from this, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And like I want to talk a little bit about you know, in the world of good beat em ups, mm-hmm. how this accomplishes it versus like shadow of Mastara, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but the, uh, uh, it looks like the Scott Pilgrim game, which I love. I love that game. Um, in terms of just kind of environments and the kind of things you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like looks very, uh, faithful, mm-hmm. like a good version of it. They got the, uh, the creator. I can't remember the guy's name right now. Um, the main dude, mm-hmm. uh, he's a consultant. They hired nice. him for the, for the game. And like the reviews I read about it and stuff were just like, yeah, this feels exactly like a river city. Like his fingerprints are all over it. Nice. Um, I wanted to do a recommendation as well as kind of supplemental listening to this. There's a good retronauts on the Kunio Kun games in general. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the Ray Barnholt years, because uh, Ray is a really huge fan mm-hmm. of these. And one of the th- God, I wish I could remember his name. Um, the uh, one of the things that's really interesting though is that the creator of this, like this, is based on that dude's life. Um, <laughs> really? Like he used to like he was kind of a street tough. Huh. Um, you know, and like it was just like a real thing. Um, and and this like very cute, very charming game um that he made is actually based on him going out and beating up people, I guess. You know, <laughs> him hitting people over the head with trash cans. Right, right. You know? And 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 eating coffee mugs whole. Yeah. Um, and and getting uh, super naked. Like we have to talk about that sauna. Yeah. Um let's can we talk about because this it'll be weird to kind of come up in the individual episodes. Let's talk a little bit about like the charm and tone of this. Yeah, I I looked it up. the The creator of Kunio Kun is uh, Yoshihisa Kishimoto. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So he he was he was a consultant um, on River City uh, Ransom Underground. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a it's a fairly like bona fide uh, spiritual successor. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about the charm because this is an incredibly charming game and series. There's like a there's a certain amount of like goofiness to this that uh, it's it, it really hits a soft spot in my heart. Me too. It's it's an early internet thing, early internet comics, like early, you know, Sean Baby, Internet 1.0, making fun of Nintendo games thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of things about that, but it doesn't it still totally works. Like mm-hmm. there's like two different kinds of and it, it feels very intentional. Right. So like yeah. it's not zero wing. Um, it's not that like, oh, this is a, a bad translation and that's why you're making fun of it. Like the fact that the guys loudly barf when you uh, <laughs> when you kill them. You know, or the very extremely cute, like, God, the animations are very cute. Uh-huh. Um, the sauna animation, which shows a little, your little guy's butt, which is very cute. <laughs> the, I love the, like, one coffee, please. Like the little, like, <laughs> one slice of pie, thank <laughs> the, you. The, the, yeah. Where he holds up his finger and the, the waitress, that's so cute. Yeah. It's so I'm goddamn gonna, cute. Like, uh, yeah. That's one of my one of my no no one of my favorite uh kind of like new grounds flash animations from like again early internet by that i mean like late 90s when i was looking at flash animations i'm going to send it to you gary and see if you've seen this it uses kind of that just kind of cuteness of the animation somebody made a uh a, like a little music video of alex you know kunio kun guy doing a dance to daft punk's harder better faster stronger i would just watch that on a loop endlessly because i, I have not the, uh, yeah, I've not. Seen this. No. it's really good 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play it uh, on mute in the background now. Yeah. Um, and he's just punching because it's on mute, so it's probably oh, well, not. yeah, that's that's him ding, with a bunch ding, of ding, ding, ding. other video game characters, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, the Nark yeah. guys are just flipping around, <laughs> hanging out with them. I I don't think Kunio Kun would hang out with Narks, dude. No. Like, no. is there another Nintendo game that has a different meaning now? <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> no, I don't Fuck think that so. Elf on a Shelf, man. I don't need that. But yeah, it is. It's just very, uh, very cute. And the way that the the characters look, we did an abject suffering game that was in the Kunio verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, this kind of blocky thick thing is just such a miracle of expression on the NES. Like, yeah. you know, a Mario character looks like a Mario character. You know, they, 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 they solve that with Mario yes. three. Like there's a unified aesthetic for the Mario verse. Um, but unified aesthetics like that are weirdly rare on the Nintendo. Yeah. Like the it, other big one that comes to mind is like Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Mega Man has a very unified aesthetic, but like, I don't feel like I can say that about Contra. No. You know, like the level of detail they're going for in Contra, like they just look like weird, lanky men. Yeah. Um, the enemies look like lanky men. Like, yes, there's that weird, like, bio menace uh, R-typeness <laughs> to it. But, like, it doesn't yeah. have that same kind of feel to it. Whereas this, like, it's very, very uh, unified. It's very singular. And it's readable. Like, yeah. for being so stubby, like, their arms barely move. But it's very easy to read what's happening with these guys. The animations are very expressive. Yeah. Um, when they double over before the uppercut when they uh do you know actually do the uppercut like it's only a frame or two but mm-hmm. it is very expressive and readable yeah i mean and we'd be we'd be remiss if we didn't say that like the fact that this looks so much like a manga works to its work to its credit oh, totally. in that regard yeah yeah totally like that little cute like one shake please that is like <laughs> a, a straight up just like manga panel like manga mm-hmm. panel thing and I, I i love it yeah i'm here for it and it being animated in the nes style there mm-hmm. is a super nintendo uh, sequel to this game that I just found out about last night when I was kind of looking into it mm-hmm. that looks like hot ass to me. Um, <laughs> and it is, it is just, it's still, you know, going for kind of like a manga style, but everyone is regularly proportioned. Like everyone is a regular amount of tall, yeah. not like a weird little fat guy. Mm. Um, and I just don't like it. And the yeah. animate, there's not, there's the same number of frames of animation. It feels like, but with super Nintendo level of fidelity, fidelity, it looks really bad. Um, yeah. And I, I don't care for it. Like, no. I don't know how it plays, but it doesn't look good. Um, yeah. And there's like four minutes of cutscene or something at the beginning. And I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> why, what, why would you do you that have, to us? You have lost the plot. You know, Kunio Cole, like you. you did not <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, there's also a really interesting sequel to this. Um, I was talking to uh, Brian, who plays drums in my band. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a huge Nintendo collection and a big collection of Famicom cards. And I haven't gone over to his house yet to check it out. But he has a, a collector mentality. And had a bunch of those. And he was, I, uh, he saw, um, I mentioned that I was playing River City Ransom. Um, and he, uh, he was like, yeah, I've got, um, a Famicom sequel to that. And it's the one where they're all putting on a play where they're in feudal Japan. Oh yeah. That's, um, I think that's on the 3DS e-store. Oh, okay. Actually. That's cool. Like yeah. I would like to play that. Cause it just, it just plays just like River City Ransom, but that's like, what a cute idea. Yeah. Like they all just decided <laughs> to put on a play, but they actually also, you know, <laughs> put on their brass knucks and, uh, and fuck each other, like break each other's ribs a little bit, <laughs> you, know. you know, you know, like they did in yeah. feudal Japan. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and in high schools. <laughs> yeah. So very good. Um, yeah. It's, it, it, it cannot speak highly enough of the aesthetic of yeah. this. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into it.
Let's do it. Uh, so it opens up with the ransom letter. You know, again, Slick making his lack of demands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start out uh, at Alex and Ryan's high school, Crosstown High. And immediately, like, we're kind of on the same screen as the generic dudes. Yep, which is, a, you know, a cute little localization joke. That, you know, <laughs> the first enemy are called the generic dudes. Um, mm-hmm. These are these are your Goombas. A very right. weak gang. They don't, um, they're not very aggressive, you know? Right. Um, and they know you have disorganized, and I feel like they're not, um, they're, there's not AI in this game. I don't think there are, like, group tactics. I think if there's just two enemies and they're both being very aggressive, it feels like they're teaming up. Yes, I, that, I think that accomplishes the same effect. Like there are definitely any, there are times where it feels like they're trying to get on other side of you, other sides of you, and not at the rocks bury you. Yeah, uh, it but feels it's, like I, I think it's like similar to like Left 4 Dead AI, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like it's just a bunch of things are coming at you. They, they're just trying to get you. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's but it's very fun to watch them just kind of like wander aimlessly around the screen. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're not. A, I, they, they just wandered. Like they're not actually a gang, <laughs> right? They're just victims. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are just people on the way to the mall. But Kunio <laughs> don't fuck around. Like uh, they, they got to go. They're right. in his way, and yeah. they might have thirty cents. So right. they got to go. <laughs> they they got to go. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, you also might find the the, the homeboys here, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, were just a little bit uh, a little bit more put together than ge- the, the generic dudes. Yeah, the the manual feels like it's written before homeboy was an actual piece of slang because it right. describes them as couch potatoes. Uh, not, <laughs> like they're, they're people who stay they're the, like the stay at home boys. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're shut ins. <laughs> stay at home, you don't play that. Like they're like that, that kind of thing. They're not. Uh, yeah, they're shut ins. They're not. They're pensioners. They're also. <laughs> various old people and invalids that Kunio Kun is going to kill on his way to, uh, to get the perfect burger. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's ramps up very gently, uh, Mm -hmm. which I like, um, this, you move on after this to, uh, to the area known as Sticksville, Uh, this whole Mm -hmm. area is kind of Sticksville, this area of town. I'm right on the outskirts of the mall, um, where you're introduced to more weapons. Um, there are trash cans around here, which is a really great weapon. Um, and there are two gangs that are in kind of regular rotation here, the frat guys and the jocks. Um, the jocks are definitely kind of a step up, um, and as are the frat guys. But the jocks, uh, the jocks move up a little bit. The frat guys are more likely to use weapons uh, yeah. here. And dash attacks. I want to talk about edge spawning in this game, which I think is the thing that makes it so beating this without taking damage. Which I always kind of take think of as like a mark of a good beat 'em up is how much mandatory mm-hmm. damage there is. Right. Um, there's very little lead on your character in this game. So when you're walking, you're like an inch or two away from the edge of the screen to scroll it forward. Right. Um, which means that enemies just pop off from the inky blackness. Like <laughs> yeah. your character would be able to see it, but the player can't. Right. And just jump kick the fuck out of you, man. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah, get, they, they come yeah. at you at full velocity. And early on, it's not barely a big deal because they don't do very much damage. But later on, they can really, really chunk you mm-hmm. uh, and take a huge part of your health. So this is kind of why that grinding is necessary. Not just yeah. for the bosses, just to make it through this. What feels like mandatory damage. Mm-hmm. Is it mandatory? Like, probably not. Maybe you can react if you're really strong, there's actually, we didn't talk about it. There's a block, uh, in this game. Oh yeah. Press away. Yeah. Which is, really or no, no, you don't press away. That's mortal combat mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking of. No, you have to, you actually, have to tie Kombat, you press a block button. Mortal Kombat, You famously don't press away. Oh, <laughs> yes. damn Street, it. Street fighter. You press it. You, uh, you press away. I'm sorry. I, I, I suffered a massive head wound earlier. No, okay. like you, you, if, if you, if you both punch at the same time, you'll do a block. Yep. And it, it does. It feels really good. Like I mm-hmm. didn't get to the point where I was like parrying, like I was intentional. Mm-hmm. But it looks cool and it feels good. Yeah, yeah. And like if you end up like in a in a and kind of a back and forth of blocking, like nothing's getting through. Like learning how to like just syncopate the rhythm of your punches to mm-hmm. get one in is actually really fun. Yeah, or just uh, try a different tact. 
yes. like switch to a different vertical plane, um, go find a weapon, something like that. It reminds me of fighting the um, the knights, the shield knights in Zelda Two. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, uh, you know, so as you can block sometimes when they come right at the edge of the screen, but oftentimes if they're jumping attack, uh, you can't or if they have a weapon, it's difficult to do. And I got a little bit annoyed, not this early on, but eventually mm-hmm. just by that edge spawning. It's a really classic Nintendo problem, but it's just it's present here. I know it's not yes. unique to this. Yeah. Um, and also, like, as the, you fight more enemies and as they get more aggressive, what will happen is somebody will come full velocity off the edge of the screen, knock you over, you get up, you're stunned, and then another one comes rushing in to get you as well. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it can kind of feel like it gets you locked in a pattern of disempowerment. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, which can feel pretty bad. Yes. Like, it's not egregious. It's all This game is actually ultimately pretty forgiving, but it's pretty yeah. annoying. Yeah, like, I mean, like, so we should talk about the consequence for dying, too, mm-hmm. uh, because if you lose all of your energy, you know, run out of stamina, you just respawn at the last town that you went to and you lose a chunk of your money. So, yep. yes, to get back up to where you were, it's a little bit of a bummer, but it is not as much of a bummer as getting kicked to the title. It's the uh, the Castlevania 2 method. Yes. You know, like, you you know, you, you get to continue, but you lose your, your cash. Mm-hmm. So you just lose a little bit of time you spent. Um, that didn't happen to me because I save scummed, right? Right. Um, because I was doing it for the show and I wanted to not redo that stuff, but that's a pretty gentle consequence for NES times. Yes. Nope. For Zelda times. For Zelda um, times. <laughs> so you find your first mall, the Grotto Mall. Like I mm-hmm. said, you have pedestrians who are walking through here, just kind of like a real, uh, you know, truce zone kind of thing. Um, this is where you find like a sushi place. And I think this is where Merv Burger is. Um, this is at the very least there's um, a coffee shop. Because yeah, yes. this is where I drink a bunch of hot chocolate. <laughs> How long has it been since you had a hot chocolate in real life, Cole? Oh, man. A couple of years, maybe. They're good. Yeah. Like, I forgot how good, like, drinkable, like, chocolate things are. Like, mm-hmm. maybe six months ago, I was in the grocery yeah. store. And I'm like, chocolate milk. Remember chocolate milk? Is chocolate oh, milk yeah. still good? And <laughs> I drink one. And, like, one, if you are unaccustomed to sweet beverages, because mm-hmm. mostly I drink coffee and water, um, it is such a dessert like oh, it's yeah. just a melted milkshake is what it tastes like <laughs> right. but then i also got a hot chocolate and i'll get a hot chocolate maybe once every like three months mm-hmm. and it tastes so good it's like man this this does give me plus one punch <laughs> plus two stamp like it, it, see it, it makes you better at punching but it makes you not want to punch people it makes yeah, you happy because you're extra farty <laughs> yeah because you just put a bunch of dairy in your system yeah i just i just threw a bunch of dairy and i got the bag yeah. of the farts guys i can't gang tonight I got the parts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Cindy. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I think those are the, the main stores here. There might be a, um, a burger place as well. But I think yeah, sushi, yeah. a bookstore, and uh, the, the coffee place are the, the place I spent the most time here. Yeah. And you're going to want to go to that bookstore because it has stone hands and dragon feet, yeah. uh, which will give you a huge leg up. And really, really, uh, literally with dragon feet. Yeah. Um, you really only need one, you know, but mm-hmm. grinding because grinding is more efficient later. You know, but mm-hmm. getting one of those will make you that much faster. One yes. thing, too, I noticed about this is like the Grotto Mall um, in my hometown. There was one porno shop. Oh, yeah. It was like right on the main drag uh, called the Paperback Grotto. Ooh. Um, which I just think sounds like a very like, oh, I'm interested in paperbacks. Paperback you know? Grotto. <laughs> grotto. Um, <laughs> it's very uh, I can't read Grotto without thinking about this, like, you know, small town porno shop that like 
because the town is too small, it can't be out of the way. Like it's, <laughs> it's like right in the same block as our like city hall and shit. Like yeah. it's, you know. Um, yeah. No, I, I mean, I hear grotto. I think of the Playboy grotto, which is mm-hmm. which has to be the the filthiest hot tub in the entire world. Yeah, like the um, grossest. Literally, like those those uh, those drains have never drained. No. No. completely they actually just bail the water out it's not actually it's... water anymore no no no. <laughs> it's like it's like the water from fucking um the filth the text porno <laughs> has yeah 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 no the, the 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 video store at my in my hometown is called video visions mm. which is very you know when you're a kid and you don't understand what porno is yeah. um and you see a place called video visions and you think i love videotapes and video games i'm gonna go to video visions yeah and your parents can't exactly explain why you don't go there yeah yeah i mean you when I, I i think i've said this before when i moved to portland there was a thing called um the castle which was a huge sex shop like sex toy <laughs> nice. shop but it said um it was called the castle and it said like uh on the side it said like come see our arcade and me being the thirty-one-year-old uh, child was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, I, <laughs> I was going to the right sex arcade. To... No, I didn't think it was a sex thing. It was called the castle, and it said, "Please see our arcade." <laughs> okay. Like I was right. like, "This is going to be like Aladdin's castle or something like that." Not yeah. you know, no, uh, not not plug castle. Like I, <laughs> you know, I mean, so so with plugs like in there, man. Well, <laughs> did you go there? Were you like just like substantially disappointed, or did somebody say like when you said, "Oh, let's go out, let's go out to the castle and see the arcade"? Did they correct you? No, no, no. I just, I just looked it up online. Ah, uh, okay. Later. And then I was like, "Hey, let's go to the sex shop." Like I wasn't yeah. disappointed, but I also did some research. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's weird that they call um the like the, you know peep booths. The, yeah, the arcades. peep booths, the arcades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems unfair. Nickelodeons. Yeah. Um. So you get through the Grotto Mall uh, with punches and kicks good, mm-hmm. uh, and you get to the Sticksville Woods, where you get lots and lots of chains. Yep. Um. You know, that's where, where chains come from. <laughs> yep. Um. And uh, we, we place through the first kind of open world thing that happens here. You go to Sherman Park. Oh, another thing, too, about this is you don't know um, which edges are going to lead to a new area or not. Right. Um, which leads to a little comedy beat that I never got sick of, which is dashing full on to a wall. <laughs> Um, just trying to run through an area thinking it would lead to the next area instead of just bouncing yeah. off the wall and landing on the ground. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, you continue here, you go to Sherman park, which is a dead end, but you actually have to come back later, which mm-hmm. fucked me over kind of good. Yes. Uh, on my playthrough. Yeah. I ended up having to play this game one and a half times because of a excruciating design decision uh, in it. So, yeah, well, I want to hear how that articulated for you when we get there. Oh. Uh, this really confused me when I was young because I, you know, obviously if they put something in a game, something has to be there, right? Mm-hmm. And I, like it never occurred to me, you know, especially when I was super little, that you could like there was something to be found by going right as far as you could, then going left again. Yeah, like, there might be something behind you, like yep. just the, 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 I don't know, it was like a lesson in object permanence. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. and also just like games, you know, uh, if you hadn't played like Metroid. Yeah, Metroid has all this design stuff to teach you to go left because that's so unusual for video games. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I also love the way that this is rendered. Like, there's a public restroom in the background of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't go into it. No, like I tried. It's there. It's still you know. Um, Next, uh, you know, so you had uh, you go the other way. You go to the Sixville construction site. Um, So where the jocks are, we've we've dealt with those guys. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a big open pit where the street should be. Um, here <laughs> and the uh so you have to avoid that and at the end of this we get our first boss fight with moose moose um yep. and moose uh his whole thing is he it, it really really wants those items and he loves to do jump to do jump attacks and we haven't really seen a bunch of those yet we have mm-hmm. we haven't encountered gangs that that do that regularly yeah uh, not with the consistency that moose does he's not a big deal but no, it's no. still uh, a step up mm-hmm 
Um, yeah, and we get a little, kind of a little cutscene here after you beat Moose. Yeah, we find we, we find we find Roxy, who is a Slick's girl. Um, mm-hmm. She says, "I'm done with him. Um, now I'm on your side." Uh, she says, "Hey, the two the twins kidnapped Cindy, and she's locked on River City High's top floor." Yep. So you know where it ultimately to go. Yeah. Um, she was, you know, she was on Slick's side. Now she's on your side, and this also signals we're in a new area, so a new gang is possible yeah. of squids. Yeah. squids Um, they're a real step up (laughs) yeah yeah the squids ain't fucking around no um so they can stun lock you uh, they knock you down they throw you when they knock Mm -hmm. you down which like the indignity Uh, (laughs) you know you had to get past these uh these squids here and get out of here (laughs) it's uh it's it's been a minute since we've been to a town too and we still have another area to go so like Yeah, yeah the way that the towns are spaced out here like it's fine like the game's not so hard but it does feel like this is one of those rough edges that would be sanded off now Yes. These might be a little bit more regular. Like, oh, it's like after a boss, like you want to spend that money. <laughs> you don't want to wait for the next bonfire. Yeah. Um, you can actually, so the, the it's kind of like, it feels like a little bit of a secret area. Like there, you can go down, you can just go down and do a bridge culvert mm-hmm. uh, where our good friends, Benny and Clyde live. Yeah. Uh, Benny, Benny and Clyde are freelancers. They're not associated with any gang. Um, and you fight them a couple of times. They're like a gang on, into of themselves. And this is where you want to grind for money. Yes, because they, they are an army of three dollars and fifty cents. Yes, so you can get you can get one and two fifths of a five dollar foot long every time you kill them. <laughs> so um, you're I mean you're gonna spend a lot of time. They they relocate after the first time you fight them, but you're gonna want to spend a lot of time. Yes, killing Betty and Clyde. Yeah, just just, just clowning these clowns. Yep. Yeah. Um, after you uh, you take care of uh, Betty and Clyde, you can go to downtown another uh, mall. No, this isn't. Yeah, we're still not to the mall yet. We're coming there. <laughs> no, it's yeah, downtown, it's still which longer. is a wooded street. Yeah, it's not not a downtown. <laughs> um, so the warehouse is where you can get stuck. Right. Um, you go to the, the WSL Co. Warehouse, um, which is really interesting. It looks like a, a double dragon area to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are kind of two levels on this. Um, the first one, you drop down in this pit, and then there's a door that takes you up right. to the next side. And this is a pit of no return. This is a one-way drop. Now, um, Benny and Clyde, you, they are like a gang. So they count towards completion. We didn't mention this hmm. in the generalities, but you have to fight all the gang leaders okay. to, uh, to, to win this, to, to get into the high school. Right. So mm-hmm. like, if you get through this part, um, and I'm pretty like, these have names that are kind of Teflon. Maybe this is actually a little bit later. Yeah, you're, thinking, similar... you're thinking a little bit later. It's I'm like that, that's closer to the, to the very end. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Because yeah, I know you can come back here because you have to go back to that, uh, the dead end. Right. the boss i'll just complain about it now because i'm halfway through complaining about it yeah there, yeah. there there's a warehouse where there's a one-way drop um yeah. it's not strictly technically a one-way drop if you grind up your agility you can jump mm-hmm. back across um but if you don't kill all the bosses you can be trapped outside the high school and can't get in no oh, jesus that sucks um it sucks it's super yeah. terrible design decision like yeah. you just have to beat all the, it's non-linear but they added a like imagine an open world game with a mm-hmm. street that you can only go down once no <laughs> real way to go back the other way and it like you have to do a certain number of things on that side of town first. Yeah. Um, it's horseshit. And it's like the game's so short. I lost an hour of progress. I don't care. Right. But right. it is bad design. Um, and if you go online, it was like, well, what's the glitch? Is this a glitch? Like, how do I get through this? And people are like, no, like you can, if you spend a much time and you grind up your agility, like you actually, it is technically possible to get back. It's an incredibly hard jump mm-hmm. um, to do it. And I just couldn't make the jump. And I'm like, well, fuck this. Yeah. I'm that's over. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that one bit. It sucks. It comes later. Yeah. It's another warehouse. So that's yeah, like so it's the fa- it's the factory, the abandoned factory. Yeah, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no good. Yeah, um, this, this warehouse, warehouse is not so bad. No, no, I just uh, like you know you have to learn how to jump 
and you end up fighting uh what's the name Rocco in kind of a limited area with no real cover to take mm-hmm. yeah and he says hey you know if you want to go forward you have to go back blade is at sherman park yes and this is this is what i actually missed going back okay. to blade because i think that i just wasn't paying enough attention to the area names okay so he doesn't say like go back he just says blade is at sherman park so you would and have I, had to like go there remember the name and then that yeah i just i just didn't know yeah. where sherman park was so i moved forward and this is where you can mm. go fuck it this is how you can fuck yourself actually yeah um when you yeah. when you go back to Sherman Park uh, near the grotto, you can fight Blade. He's a member of the zombies, um, and uh, he's tough. Uh, mm-hmm. So he has a chain, and if getting hit by this is a really high consequence thing, yeah, like yeah. By, you'll lose most of your health. I was a little bit over leveled for this, and still it took away about half of my health if I got hit. Uh, um, the 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 pro strat for this is uh so every every boss most of them anyway will have a little speech that they give when you first walk onto the screen there's nothing holding you to honoring that you mm-hmm. can just do a dash and jump kick and knock them down and hopefully get the weapon out of his hands well you should bow cool why do you why do you hate the river bow. city ransom community yeah <laughs> you have to bow unless you're gonna get a, a entry in uh, river city ransom haters.tumblr.com <laughs> um the uh uh god what i was gonna say about uh this guy the zombies um he's, he's got, got a bunch oh, of dudes with him too no yeah he's, he's got a gang he's got a crew i was gonna say that we didn't mention this but you can actually take food to go with oh, you yeah. so this is an rpg in the truest sense in that if you want to spend time, it can be impossible to lose. Right. Like, right. yes, he can take half your health, but you can just load up and have pockets full of burgers. And like mm. every time you get hit, pause, go into the menu, eat a burger, and yeah. you'll get your health back. Backpack so you, full of slaw. Yep, it's it's demon souls, not dark souls. Like you can have as many uh grass as you need. Yes. Good point. <laughs> so you beat uh you beat Blade and he says, Hey, you gotta ice Thor first. Mm-hmm. Um and this is the last of the bosses that feels like it's um hidden. A little bit. Most of the other ones are going to be right on your main paths. Yep. And that's why it's a little bit annoying to you. Yeah. That you have to do this. Like it is kind of a linear game for the most part, except for this one weird little kink yes. in the in the in the path. Um so you continue, uh, you know, they're gonna fight the zombies next. Um you have to proceed through the uh, the rest of the zombies through the Armstrong underpass tunnel. Where you meet a gang called the Internationals, uh, which I really love. Mm-hmm. Uh just these guys, <laughs> just like the exchange students all decide to form a gang. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they have vaguely ethnic ethnic names yeah um they're, they're, there's really no like trick to them they're just a little bit more a little bit faster a little bit more durable a little bit more aggressive than the homeboys mm-hmm. um uh additionally uh let me see here you find the mob who are the tough the tough uh gang for this area which is they're they're kind of tough but they are durable and they use weapons a lot yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah and there's a hidden shop here. yeah that is a terrible value oh yeah i don't uh i don't understand that i mean the things that you can get are good right you right. know they're but like the idea of saving up two hundred dollars to buy zeus's wand <laughs> you know and this is there's just an appeal to that yeah. yeah there's an appeal but also i'm not going to save up two hundred dollars in this no, game no for that um this is where you get the biggest stat ups in the game right. in, in merlin's mystery shop <laughs> uh in the tunnel and this is referenced explicitly in um uh what is it scott, scott pilgrim. pilgrim yeah yeah like this this specific hidden shop mm-hmm. is uh, is part of that um mm-hmm. so this is a cool thing you can do if you just have unlimited money and you are a kid who's lucky enough to own a game genie but yeah uh, ordinarily you don't have to it's overkill and 
It's expensive. It's also cool enough just to find. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so at the other side of the tunnel, uh, there is Turk. There's nothing too special about him, except there's a crate that you can keep away, which is very yeah. fun to just kick these crates uh, well into him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to try to get it, but you keep it away yeah, from him. Yeah. Um, next up, you fight Mojo, who's the third of the zombies. Um, he also likes weapons. As you mentioned, mm-hmm. like you, you'll go down in just a couple hits. Yeah. And after you uh, kill him, he tells you that their leader, Thor, is in the factory. Yes, and um, that is the pit of no return. Yes, uh, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, but on the way, we can stop by the Flatiron Mall. Big uh, stuff here. There's yep. a there's a there's a toy store. You buy it like you buy a teddy bear for a huge strength up. Yep. Because your admitting your <laughs> admitting your sensitivity uh, shows strength. Mm-hmm. Sensitivity is a superpower in this video yeah. game and in real life. Yeah. Um, of most of note here, what you're the big ticket items are the shoe store. Mm-hmm. Um, and shoe store are items that like improve your kicks like a lot. Yes. You, you buy different kinds of boots and they don't equip on your characters. It's not like an aesthetic change or anything. And it's not like a book where you equip it. Um, yeah. Once you have them, then you just have that stat up. I just love the idea of like wearing layers and layers of boots. Yeah, man. I got cowboy boots on top of my snowshoes <laughs> on top of my taps. Everyone hears yes. me coming. And they better fucking step aside. <laughs> you know? Gary yeah. coming. A lot of men. Far- farmer in the dell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here he comes. Here he comes. Oh, Lord, he's coming. Um, you see the here he comes, here he comes, here he comes, cat. <laughs> what? Um, no. It's this incredible fat little kitten. Uh, okay. And, and the, it's a blog post that's like, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes, over and over and over. And then the last post is this picture of a kitten, uh, and he's walking around a corner, and he's like, this makes it sound not cute. It's almost like he's goose-stepping. <laughs> like okay. his, his front paw is at a 90-degree angle from his regular paw. He's okay. Like, walking into this room the way a cat doesn't with like this intense <laughs> this intentionality yeah. it's very very funny like, yeah i, I see it here I, I see I it on me dot me so. yeah <laughs> yeah i love it so much yeah uh, uh, <laughs> so anyway flat air mall good stuff i think this is where the chicken place is um, oh yeah yeah i love that i, I pocketed so many com- chicken combos mm. it also really made me want a chicken combo like this is a this is a good game for being hungry for food. Yeah, and each each, each of the food items has a little icon for it. Yep. Yeah. I just I was like, oh, a chicken and some fucking uh, JoJo's. Like, mm-hmm. sign me the goddamn up. Like, yeah. I, need, I would like to eat that chicken. And part of this, I haven't really had breakfast today, so part of this is, uh, is, is you know <laughs> me speaking of now. But like, yeah. if anybody wants to go back in time, like walk through a portal and give me a chicken combo, I will take it. Mm, yeah. So, um, is there chicken in front of you right now? No. Then time travel doesn't exist. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. Uh, this takes you through to the vacant third wheel factory. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is where like, we have a couple of like towns that are real close. Like this is a big dungeon, uh, that has like some tough stuff in it, but then you like, you immediately get to the Oak Mills mall after this. That seems like mm-hmm. a, like a, a failure of pacing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. in Dark Souls three bonfires or bonfire place, but yes. Yeah. Uh, but the third real factory again is where the one way pit is. Uh, this is where you fight Thor. This is an interesting fight because the platform that you do it on is so small. Um, and because every enemy kind of plays by the same rules that you do, you can just pick him up and throw him in the pit. Yeah. And then he's gone. You don't get the money if you do that. Yeah. But but you get the pleasure of you know 
explicitly executing another teenager. <laughs> right. You know, the kind of pleasure that can only come with executing a teen. It's the kind of magic the you ultimate a hammer high. in a dark place. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, yeah it is. Uh, and that's also double dragon DNA. Like, it, I, yeah. it feels like it's slagged on double dragon. I do think it's not nearly as good as this game, but uh, knocking a Bobo off that pit or that conveyor belt feels really like you're breaking the rules in a yes. good way. Yeah. Um, after you, uh, and he starts off with a, a set of brass knuckles mm-hmm. here, uh, which is yeah. kind of cool. Um, after you take out Thor, you go to the Oak Mills Mall. Um, this is where you buy some new techniques. Um, I think we already had the um, the jump technique, which I mentioned, that turns mm-hmm. your, your very attack. This one allows you to uh, get the Grand Slam technique, which allows you that triple attack when you have a weapon. Yes. Um, you mentioned brass knuckles. I think it's uh, important to like talk about how like what that does. So if you specialize with weapons uh, and you want to do punches, then that is the way that you get your weapon damage on a punch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then and then rocks are specifically meant for throwing. Like yes. they don't really do that much of a hit with them. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, throwing is worth uh, talking about. Yeah. Um, how you throw because you don't. Um, you just have those two buttons. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I never really knew if I was doing this right. The way I would throw is to press one button and then the other. Like press B and A and then rapid, you know, B A, like yeah. that, and I would throw the weapon. I don't know if that's what I needed to do though. It could have been an accident. I don't think you can kick when you have a weapon in your hands. So I think maybe if it's you just press kick. kick. Yeah, if you press kick, then you throw it. Maybe it, yeah. like it goes, like it, it flies with perfect velocity across the entire screen. Yep. yep. Yeah. So maybe that's what I was doing. It felt I. It doesn't quite explain how to do that. Of course, it yeah, doesn't yeah. explain anything. It might in the manual, but I read mm-hmm. the manual in research for the show, not before I played the game, because, you know. Yeah, yeah, I played this before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, at the other side of this, this is where Benny and Clyde uh, show back up. Yes, uh, they're outside of a health spa, which is awesome because you can. <laughs> they're just like, "Hey, grind us!" Yeah, like they, they, <laughs> they logged on the grinder and they just want you to grind it up. You know? Yeah, this is a, we we brought hundreds and hundreds of dollars in yep. uh, Sacagawea coins and just yep. beat the shit out of us. At this point, it's a fetish. <laughs> yep, over and over and over, and and then let's all go in the spa. Yes, and, and let's, like, let's all go into the spa and bare our asses. Yep, and that's that's what you do for a while. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. it's cool. This is a good place to level up, too, because the Oak Mills Mall has a music store, mm-hmm. which uh, gives you, like, pretty concentrated boost to things like punches and kicks and things. I yep. listen to rock music and get better at punches. Yep, which makes sense. You're like Dwight Schrute getting ready for meetings in the car. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, so uh, after this point, uh, when you get to the the school, uh, the, the school, the cowboys are on patrol outside the school, and they're similar to the mob, like they're slow and use weapons. Um, <laughs> they spit a little tobacco bit more at you. Yeah, they spit tobacco. Um, there's snakes in their boots, so when they kick, it's no good. Um, <laughs> poison. This, and this you, is where they introduce the poison status effect. The, yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> Actually, from this point on, there's a lot of status effects. It goes full RPG. Yeah. Like this, uh, Simon gets replaced with Simonis, um, <laughs> the space tumor after this the, uh, the, uh, um but outside of the, the high school um there's a new there's a boss here a lot of boss in this game ivan yeah. uh, who's very fast he has a headbutt move that he gets like getting unique mm-hmm. moves is a cool thing that's gonna start from bosses kind of from here on in yeah um and you're at river city high school if you beat all the bosses on the way you can get in and this is like a big dungeon yeah i love this and there's like there's an ecology to this like yeah you go in through the gym and you have to like find your way into the hallway and then go go up to the roof like you're you're going up the different levels and different levels are presided by different gangs and different bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, very very cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you get inside. Uh, presiding over the uh, a couple of these floors is the plague. Yeah. Uh, and these are like the highest level regular mobs. So they're like the next notch up from the internationals. Uh, the gym is guarded by Otis, uh, who I think is associated with the zombies, like all the bosses are. Digimon Otis. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn him. Um, yeah. So Otis is a fun fight because you're in this big gym and it's fun to fight somebody in a gym. Uh, but I love his dialogue because his primary concern isn't stopping you from getting to Slick and Cindy. His primary concern is to take care of the floor of the gym. Yeah. So he's like the janitor who would yell at us for having the wrong kind of shoes. God, that was a weird thing that happened. All the time. <laughs> I always think about those janitors, too. Like, I understand they were yelling because it made more work for them. Yeah, yeah. But just thinking of them as just being extremely passionate, <laughs> you know, about these gym floors. Like, it's going to come out of their budget. Yeah. You know? Well, what's what's funny about this, about this teen, you know, the, this ruffian taking so much care? Like, why do you why do you care? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, did you hermit crabbed in, you hermit crabbed into the school that you took over and all of us like you're, you're, you're worried about upkeep? Come on, dog. Yeah. You've already killed all the teachers, guys. <laughs> like you've already the faculty to all the teachers. Like what, what, what could there possibly be left? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um so you, you beat him to go on to the second floor, which is the cowboy and their boss tax, which like good good localization there. <laughs> um and he's got this kind of like uh spinning uh spinning weapon attack that he does. Yeah. Did and you make a note of Texas crazy eyes? I I, I must have missed this. I played this a while back. <laughs> okay. Actually, sorry I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, that spinning attack is really is really cool. I like that they wait until the kind of the last bit to have enemies not follow the same rules as you. It feels like a surprise. Yeah. yeah. So when he whips that, I was like, oh, OK, um, making yep. a last minute adjustment to that. Yeah. Um, the third floor after beat that, you can go to the third floor and you fight Andy and Randy, the dragon twins, um, <laughs> who are homages to Double Dragon. This yeah. is Vivian and Jimmy. Um, they do the jumping spin kick yep. thing that the Double Dragons do. Yes. Um, um, and they are two incredibly tough enemies that you have to fight at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it makes sense as the penultimate boss. Um, and they're actually the hardest boss in the game. Yes. Um, I would say like they're not, you know, at this point you can, it's an RPG. You get to choose yeah. how much you grinded. So like it cannot be that hard or not even like how much you grinded is the wrong way to put it. You can choose how many hamburgers you have in your pocket. Yeah. You know, to get through this. Um, so it doesn't have to be that hard holistically, but it, it, it can be more of a challenge, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, we go up to the roof. We meet Slick, a.k.a. Simon, uh, and he's not a big deal. No, no. He's just a real a, a real wimpo, you know, mm-hmm. like pro- probably higher stats than like the generic guys. But it's a little bit of anticlimax and it's maybe a little bit meant to be. Yeah. 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 He's a bully. Yeah. You know, bully, <laughs> you know they're, they're, they're wusses. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, so you, you beat him. He's not he's not hard. Um, and he says like, wait, you know, Simon says, give me a break. Uh, cause he says, yeah, his name is Simon. So he does Simon yeah. says the weird, yeah. weird little joke there. We're it's a different game than we're playing. We're playing <laughs> punch the guy. Not, not that, um, my evil, my evil power is draining. Um, you know, he was taken over or something like that. Um, I yeah. don't really understand or know or ultimately care. Right. Uh, right. Like there, there's also this element of like, you used to be friends mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then you get this extremely bizarre kind of like ending credit that says, hey, we got Cindy back in time to, so she could finish shopping. Weird. Yep. And all the gang members went on to become honor students. I, I can't express to you how hard I laughed when I saw that because I forgot <laughs> about it completely as a kid. Like I remembered a lot of the, the notes about this uh-huh. and totally forgot that all of the all the gang members that you didn't summarily <laughs> execute decided to straighten up and fly right. And that's <laughs> that is I, very I, funny. I like the idea that my interpretation is you punch them so hard that they went full on John Travolta phenomenon. Mm, <laughs> yeah, they they got they got brain injuries and it made them smart. Yeah, yeah, it's great. 
Like yeah. they they now know, you know, they're they're uh, they're, they're rain men. Yeah. Now they got punched in the head enough to, to become honor students. Um, <laughs> I just I think that's very very funny. Yes. Yeah. Incredibly good. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's River City Ransom. A very fun game. A snack. You know, a snack for this episode, but also a snack for you if you want to play a fun breezy nes game yeah you can get over a bunch of the kind of like weird little bummers and pacing with quick saves and then having a you know just like there's a very useful fact that breaks down all of the uh all the stat ups mm-hmm. uh for the different items so you just kind of pick your course and then go play it like my 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 play clock on this was three hours at the end of it yeah i think maybe for some of that i went to go take care of my cat yeah but basically <laughs> the same for me and that includes losing progress to the the one-way gate in this um yeah maybe a little bit more than three hours but not very much so it is a snack um it's really fun to, to play co-op will also paper over that it is weirdly not been like i'm really glad that there are these modern successors to mm-hmm. it um because it felt like a that beat-em-ups just moved away from this yeah in america yeah. for a while like there's different types of beat-em-up like we talked about this in the beat-em-up episode we did a little bit mm-hmm. but there's like the the balls standard you know final fight your, streets of rage your turtles in time your turtles in time yep uh x-men simpsons extremely basic yeah. beat em up and then there's the weird ambitious beat em up track mm-hmm. and this is the precursor to that like you draw a line from this to shadows of mastara which i still think mm-hmm. is the best beat em up yeah um all the time and then you draw a line from that you know this directly to uh scott pilgrim which fucking kills me that that is like just a dead game. That that sucks. I hate that. That is I such a casualty of just like weird business practices and stuff yeah. like that. Like it is money over art. It is crassly artless as a yeah. decision that just like somebody specifically has the right we should... to that and won't <laughs> put it out. Like just like no, nobody gets this. No, no, nobody can play this. If you, yeah. If, yeah. Well, what we're talking about that was released on what Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. yeah, it's an Xbox Live Arcade game. Yeah, and then just after a while, they just pulled it down off of the site or off yep. of the off of the service, and you can never get a hold of it now. Yeah, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. It got right. PT'd, but it is a more substantial game than PT. Like mm-hmm. it is not a teaser. Like it's a it's a full no. game. It's a four player beat up based on the Scott Pilgrim uh, comics, not necessarily the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is explicitly uh, inspired by River City Ransom. Has yeah. like an Anamanaguchi soundtrack that is just like killer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it yeah, is I a bummer that's gone. I feel so dumb for not getting that when I had the chance. I've got it on my 360 or, and if I ever feel like pulling that out of my closet, <laughs> uh, which I don't, I can play it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I wish that it was just something I could buy on, you know, PS4 right now mm-hmm. instead, or buy it on steam. Like just sell the fucking rights that let people play your thing. Like, you know, somebody could buy the rights. I'm sure that there's an amount of money that would make this happen. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever anyone says that something can't happen because of licensing, they mean two things. They either mean that, like, the the webs are too tangled Mm -hmm. to do that. And that could be the case here. It is based on a property. But oftentimes it just means that, like, nobody is willing to spend the money to do it. Yeah. Like, I get the sense that somebody's sitting on it and just being like, no, we could get this much money for it. Yeah. And like, dog, you're not going to get that much for, like, a 2003 or, you know, 2013 Xbox Live game. Like. Yeah. Give up the dream. Let people play the fucking art. Yep. Put it, put it on steam. Give up the dream. Put it on steam. Yep. That is it. Be the steam dream (laughs) or put it on Epic. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care what kind of cut you get. 
I don't want to get in on this platform nonsense. Yeah, no, um, it's you know, fine. But, just yeah. make it available. Put it yeah, on, put it it on Hubble. I, I give no shits. Yep. Yeah. I would just yeah. like to play this video game, please. Itch.io. Um, yeah. yeah. So there, there's, um, I'm glad that there is this branch of beat-em-up that is like a kind of genre that up until you start introducing this complexity is bad. Uh-huh. Like it is a quarter munching nightmare genre. Like Final mm-hmm. Fight's bad. Yes. Um, you know, and just uh having these these things. We talked about this a lot, but like listen to that uh Turtles in Time Shadow of a Star episode. Yeah. Here that contrast and like how you different philosophies and postures you can take towards this genre to kind of improve mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, I mean I think that it's just like the 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 forward progress that you make from level to level is not enough. Like this adds it so that it feels like you're making progress in a non-literal spatial way within the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Your avatar. Yes, your 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 avatar is getting more capable as you get more uh familiar with the systems, right? Like you you know like there there, there is growth that happens in this that mm-hmm. doesn't happen through the more simple versions of this. And yep. I I I made a joke about this being Yakuza 0. Um, at the beginning of the episode, but I can also see a line from this to that, you know, yeah. like that, like that's incredibly cinematic, but like, if you boil it down to like in Yakuza, you're wandering around the, around a city, improving your character and hitting people with bicycles. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, that, that's a, that's a very strong comparison actually. And, you know, stopping into shops and kind of absorbing the sense of place in this character. Yes. To it. Like, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a really great piece of comparison. People always say that, Yakuza is the spiritual successor to Shenmue, but it owes just as much to River City Ransom, I would say. Um, Yeah, so thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you have, uh, any comments about River City Ransom, um, Final Fantasy X, Owl Boy, uh, hit us up by the 15th of January to be featured on the very first, uh, Watch Out for Fireballs Dispatch episode. Yeah. And also if you're a patron, go to the Patreon page and look for the discussion prompt area. Yes. Uh, as well. And hit us up. We'll be just choosing those, uh, each month, which ones we feel like talking about. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you get to, uh, to check those out and submit those. Yes. So that will be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have anything to say about, uh, either Super Mario Brothers 2, Bioshock Infinite, or, uh, Pyre, hit us up by the 15th of February. Yes. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, on your feeds, you would have heard our Patreon announcement. Um, you can hear how we're kind of restructuring that. If you're on the public feed, yes, that Bioshock Infinite episode is a premium episode, um, you will be able to still listen and up through the generalities and there's going to be a lot of generalities that will be a meaty experience. Yes. But, uh, if you want to hear, uh, me just like scream about <laughs> the, the Fitzroy when she murders a child, uh, you, that is a, that is something that you will, uh, be a patron to listen to. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And if you want to hear me just be really indifferent about the entire experience. <laughs> yeah. If you, you come for, come for, come for the scream, stay for the indifference. <laughs> the, uh, but, yeah. Oh. Um, if you, uh, if you like that, we mentioned the, uh, the Patreon, if you like this network, if you want mm-hmm. to hear more of what we do, if you want many extra shows per month, if you want an entire backlog of bonus episodes, mm-hmm. I don't know, 80 with, with adaptation uh, decay and, Oh, so much. It was uh, 80, I think we're, I think we're actually 90, approaching a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Just instant tons yeah. of new content. 
you can do so by going to patreon.com slash duckbtv. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get a lot for that. We really appreciate uh, the people who do support us and we want to be able to do more uh, with this. And that's what helps us yes. uh, do that. So, yeah. And thank you to everybody who has done that in the past and everybody who takes the time to go look at the new and revamped offerings. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can also rate and review the show on Apple Music, uh, Apple Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. not on Apple Music. Um, if you find a way to review on Apple Music, please do. But that's probably not us. <laughs> probably, um, probably a different, uh, a, a different, a different. Watch out for fireballs. Yeah, the, um, the feedback. The uh, rock yes. Band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, by the time this episode comes out, I believe the show is going to be on Spotify. So oh, cool. uh, go hit us up on that too. Absolutely. Um, come if you are a patron, come check out uh, the relaunched Bonfireside Chat. Even if you don't like Dark Souls, uh, there aren't Dark Souls games now. So right. that is just uh, for people who love this show. That is another kind of aspect to hear our approach. It's a little bit slowed down. It's mm-hmm. a little bit different, um, and it is focused on a singular genre. But we're really looking forward to with Bonfireside Chat 2.0, really exploring um, different ways that kind of the philosophy that went behind Dark Souls articulates into other games. Yes. And uh, we are uh, starting our um, season soon on Immortal Unchained, um, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting uh, take on it. Yeah. So it's going to be it's it's really pretty inventive and cool. So nice. Um, I saw it. I was like, oh, this is it has the, the Lords of the Fallen stink on it. And it is not that <laughs> whatsoever. Nice. So, yeah, I yeah. think that's everything. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will be back next week with Owlboy. Hmm. Kaka. <laughs>super awesome version of the theme song you heard at the beginning of this episode was not done by me it was done by a friend of the show banshee beat uh it's really awesome they did that for us um quite a while back actually it's in the style of Mega Man x in case you couldn't tell i think you probably can because it's awesome um but i was waiting for a special occasion to use it and i feel like the first episode of the new kind of waff 3.0 2019 is a good opportunity if you like the music of banshee beat which you should uh, go to banshiebeat.bandcamp.com and check out all their stuff. It is awesome. So uh, very cool. Big thanks to them. And uh, go check out their stuff.